I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. There's a lot more punks than there was four years earlier, but there was also as many posers. Posers were people that looked like punks, but they did it for fashion. Welcome to SLC Punks, a Utah jazz podcast brought to you by the staff of SLC Dunk. Now here's your hosts, Michael Lohman and James Hansen. All right, welcome back to the SLC Punks podcast. This is your host, Hanson James. And this is Milo. And we're back. It's time to start talking a little bit about USA basketball, or at least what's left of it. But the one thing that jazz fans be jazz fans can be excited about is Donovan Mitchell's going to play. It's hey, uh, it's going to be fantastic. Basketball, <laughs> even though it's in the Spurs offense, but it's jazz basketball. Well, actually, that's basically to jazz basketball Spurs offense. If we're really getting rudimentary about this, but hey, it is what it is. Well, it's like a better version of Spurs basketball, if you think about it, because we actually shoot threes. So that that's that's like the best of both that's worlds. Cool. Yes, mm-hmm. and we don't chase our stars away. So, I mean, exactly. no, they didn't. They did not chase their stars <laughs> away. That's the full baseline. <laughs> well, it might be true. <laughs> allegedly, 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 allegedly. Um, so <laughs> could be, could be not. We, I'm not going to. We are off no. on the right foot today. Man, I, I spent all day listening to Bob Lazar stuff, so I'm ready to I'm ready to believe anything. So, yes, let's do this. Let's do this. Aliens are out there. I love you. You watch that. I'm full ready to go on this tangent, but you that's the one about the aliens where nobody <laughs> believes him, but he was at Area 51. And when well, I listen, his, his past is a bit spotty. Well, I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast today with him on it. I don't normally listen to that one, but I did listen to this episode. And it was good. It was really yes. good. It is. It's well, it's kind of felt like Area 51 in Salt Lake because it feels like everything is going our way. Boyan Bogdanovich signs here. We get Mike Conley. Uh, some sort of alien technology shows up at some point. It would not surprise me because a lot of things I'm not used to are happening. Um, and I guess one thing that's kind of nice for jazz fans is that Donovan Mitchell is kind of becoming the star of USA basketball. Everyone, yeah. everyone leaves, uh, and it's it's making way for a chance for Donovan Mitchell to shine, to get good coaching. Uh, it's awesome. I'm excited to watch uh, Donovan Mitchell play uh, a bunch of good players and uh, against European teams and things like that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I like seeing Donovan Mitchell getting coaching from Popovich. It's really nice. I'm to really, see. Ex- I'm really excited because. The, the good thing about this is Popovich's style of basketball is uh, there's a lot of um, tangent learning um, that he, he can get in ver- uh, from uh, – that Donovan Mitchell can get from Popovich uh, just because it's not like it's a completely different system that, than what Utah runs. Uh, the other great thing is um, it's going to be ultra simplified, and so Donovan Mitchell is going to really be able to pick that up and really excel. 
And it really sounds like Popovich is really wanting Donovan to become the leader of this squad. He's asking him to pick up a lot of the weight when it comes to scoring, because obviously he's one of the few pure scores that they have out there. You could say uh, Kyle Lowry is that guy, but I mean, he kind of depends um, on how Lowry's being guarded and Lowry yeah, can like, be up and down. Lowry's a, he's like a, probably a better pure, obviously a better pure point guard, but in terms of just an ability to get buckets and score and be that lead guy, I think Donovan really has him beat. It'd be, it's going to be really fun though, to watch Kyle Lowry next to Donovan is going to be a lot of fun and really might be kind of a, a window in what to, we get to expect this season because, you know, he's going to have good point guard play with someone who can hit, shoot threes. I think actually, I'm, uh, you know, going off the top of my head here, but I think Lowry and, and Conley actually have really similar stats for the most part. And so well, should... and they were, those were two point guards that the Utah jazz both were looking to, um, to add to their roster at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Mike Conley is the guy they felt once Donovan Mitchell emerged that he, they felt like Mike Conley was a better fit for Utah. But when you look at them, they're very, very similar stats, albeit, um, kind of different mileage on those, on those legs. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're very similar players, um, in that aspect though. Kyle Lowry's got the, got the big booty. That's so, right. I mean, he's, 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 he's more stout. So, uh, he can more, he can tumble to the, to the rim more and really create that contact. So that's going to be a good thing. Once you get into FIBA play, uh, it gets a bit more physical. Um, I also am excited with Donovan Mitchell with FIBA play with, uh, the above the rim rules. Um, y- you can, you can go after that ball if it's in the cylinder, if it's off a miss. And I absolutely love that. It is my favorite FIBA rule. Well, a rule that I believe should be in the NBA because you should be rewarding dudes who can get up there and and can sky high for, for a rebound. If a minute it comes off the rim, man, I would love for – and mainly this is because the Jazz have Rudy Gobert. So it's like it's, – it's kind of swayed in the Jazz's favor if this were to happen, but I would really like – that rule to be in the NBA because man, can you imagine all the putbacks Rudy Gobert has now and he's already up there? That'd be amazing. And you got Donovan Mitchell who's just able to sky in and not have to worry about when it's coming off of the rim or where it's at. He can just be up there. So uh, that's going to be really fun. I, I've seen a few people in our uh, SOC dunk comments being like, oh, I'm really worried about injuries, or you're seeing it on Twitter, really worried about injuries. And that's been a, a common theme, even with like Landry Shamet pulling out and he's just like, oh, it's just injury concerns and focusing on a championship and blah, blah, blah. And even uh, David Aldridge says, I've done research into this and there's no, there, there's no like definitive thing that says people get hurt more if they play in USA basketball or if they don't, because they're going to be playing in these leagues regardless. Yeah, it's either they're like, be, they're it's playing either basketball or... Yeah, yeah, they're playing basketball during this time. It's not like they're just sitting there with their legs elevated in ice for the well, month of August. And I understand. And- I think it's more like a tired thing, I guess. But here's the thing is like, this is what they do. They play basketball and you want them to get better in the offseason. I don't understand what people want. It's like, oh, I don't want someone taking too many opportunities away from learning basketball. But then I also don't want them to go to USA basketball and get better at basketball. Like, I don't, sometimes I don't know what people want at a certain point. They you just got to let them play. And if they get hurt, they get hurt. If not, you know, if not great, obviously, but there's yeah. just as much a chance to get hurt 
going to that C Brickley guy on Instagram and getting trained with Mellow as there is to go to USA Basketball and play four or five USA Basketball games. Like, you know, where you probably play, what, 20 to 30 minutes at best because you split the minutes between your team. Uh, I It's really, I wouldn't be too worried about it, honestly. And I know Jazz fans are a little gun shy with what happened with Dante Exum. And so it does make me worry a little bit about Rudy Gobert and Joe Ingles because the Jazz, the Jazz do have three players and playing and Paul George too in the in the scrimmage. Yeah, um, but like, like it's, that could have happened at any point, you know. Yeah, that could happen. It that can happen in one of these in one of these uh, in training these runs that are that that are going on in Cali or. Well, or remember when Rudy Gobert like, got hurt by uh, Elijah Millsap in training camp or whatever it was? Like that mm-hmm. can happen as well. It's you know. You can get injured playing basketball. It's it's a sport. That's what happened. Elijah Millsap also got like let go really quick. Oh yeah, they're that. like not it's... saying it's because he injured injured Rudy Gobert. And they're like you're out. But it just kind of was funny. Like it, Rudy Gobert got hurt, and then it was like a week later, it was just like Elijah Millsap has been released. Like after that. Guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Ugh, I, I, I think that. I think it's really good, and plus you learn a lot uh, from your peers. Um, when you're around people like that, not just in these, uh, not just in these runs, but when you're working out, you're you're getting corrected at the same point. Like if you see, like if it's not just like, hey, I'm taking tips from Carmelo Anthony in one of these runs and what he does. Now all of a sudden, you might be watching. You might be watching. Now Carmelo Anthony's not here, but for the sake of this 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 example, it's just like you might be. You're going to be watching Carmelo Anthony getting tips from greg popovich which is different now you're able to see here's here's one of the best and then here's somebody looking at one of the best and saying here's here's what i do differently because i think what happens when you're a star player in this league you start to notice that you're the best dude on this team and so it starts to feel like um you're getting nitpicked a little bit like you're, you're, you're seeing other players. You're like, I'm just this much better. And, 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 and even if you are the most humble guy in the world, there is going to be a little bit of that human instinct where you're like, oh man, it just really like, I'm, I, I am, they don't understand how good I am at this, which is mm-hmm. such a valid, such a valid uh, emotion. But then when you see when everybody is at your level or, or, or higher or just about that point and you're in practice, and everyone's being uh, torn apart in film study the same way. Everyone's getting uh, the same, uh, getting those uh, tips, tricks, uh, training, and and coaching right there in the moment. It's really it, that that humility factor is able to kick in really high, and you're like, yeah, well, if so and so is getting getting hit on this, I'm even worse in that aspect. I really got to work on this. Mm-hmm. I really got to dial it in. And very much so with Donovan Mitchell here, he's with a bunch of guys who who either were drafted at about the same point, or he's a little bit better than. But they're still good players. Like you're talking to Marcus Smart, Kyle Lowry, uh, Jason Tatum. Like these are these aren't they aren't slouches uh, by any means. And so, and and he's being asked to be the leader of those guys, being a leader in camp. So at that point, that's just allowing him to become a better player. Hmm. And that's going to totally translate to the Utah Jazz season. And he's going to go out there and be like, hey, you know, when, when we were doing this, this is what we were having to do. 
And he's going to be able to take things and, and be a leader when it comes to on the court as well. If you think about on the court over the past two seasons, Donovan Mitchell is the one who's getting pulled aside by veteran players. He's getting pulled aside by Ricky Rubio. He's getting pulled aside by Joe Ingles. He's getting pulled aside by Rudy Gobert. And being like, hey, this is where you need to be on defense. You, you know, you miss this. You ought to be watching this. This is his chance going into the next season to possibly be one of those guys who's pulling in Royce O'Neal and be like, hey, on the, you got to be in the spot, man. You really got to be in the spot. Or when you're taking it this way, or he's able to talk to, or he's able to talk to Mike Conley and vice versa. Like he's not, he's going to be going through a transition of being the student to actually being one of the leaders on this squad. Not just, not just the star player, but one of the leaders, which is a really big step. It'll be a big step. It also, and sadly, you know, it's, it's lame that it has to be this way, but it'll actually get him some all-star votes this year because people will be watching him, rooting for him. They'll realize, oh, this Donovan guy's actually really, really good. Uh, maybe I should stop just looking at box scores and, and listening to my local Philadelphia radio guy. I actually get to watch him play and see how good he is. And so that'll be good too. It might get him some, you know, just some votes for the all-star team. I have to say too, like Donovan's a special guy and it feels like he's been a big part of helping recruit people to the jazz in the off season. I think um, all of the mm-hmm. new players said that the first person to text them after they signed with the jazz was Donovan Mitchell, welcoming them, welcoming them to the team. So he's already kind of fitting into that mold. I was listening to Bill Simmons the other day and there's, there's a lot of angst right now. Well, not a lot, but there's some angst with Celtic fans right now because Jason Tatum hasn't tweeted a single jazz thing in like a year and a half now or a single Celtic thing in a year and a half. Let's say that Jason Tatum has a really nice year this year, but then requests a trade or something. That's a guy that could end up on the jazz if he turns out really good because he connected with Donovan Mitchell and maybe the jazz find a way to trade for someone like that after a year or two. Like once this experiment's done, maybe that's someone they could go after. Donovan Mitchell's just going to learn right. a lot. Like it, it, he's yeah, going because to, it, it could recruit in our end. It could, it could be good in Utah jazz's favor because he can be like, man, the way we run this, uh, this is just like the way, because if somebody's like, man, this, this set is amazing. Like, I wish we'd run this more. And, and so Donovan Mitchell can be like, oh, we do. Oh, yeah. You know, like those. <laughs> All the time. You know those and, isolations and, and you like? And they listen to us. Yeah, exactly. You know those isolations you like? Quinn will get those for you. So he can just go and recruit these guys. Let them know, hey, this is really great. And then if Donovan does really well at, bas- at USA Basketball, shows out, scores 20 points a game, and is kind of one of the lead guys, and they win the gold and all these things, Everyone else is going to notice that, and a lot of people are going to be around mm-hmm. him. It really feels like Donovan really draws people in and is going to... He can dis- have his Dwayne Wade moment. Exactly, and then he becomes this guy that other guys want to play with. And so maybe the Jazz aren't, you know... Donovan's going to be one... Might go down as one of the greatest things to ever happen to Jazz basketball ever, and that includes Carl Malone and John Stockton. If he's able to continuously get guys to want to come here, it's... It's just, it's incredible. So I just don't see a lot of downsides to him. I mean, honestly, Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich are, are coaching Donovan right now. It's not, I don't even think it's like allowed to receive coaching at this point uh, until like a certain point in the season. I think I could be wrong, but 
he's getting it from the best in the in the world and there's nothing wrong with getting more coaching viewpoints and i just don't see a downside plus i get to watch donovan mitchell play basketball soon and that's going to be incredibly fun i think the let's see we had two other things we wanted to talk about uh maybe we can donovan mitchell isn't the only one who is going to be in these um there's two other utah jazz players who are going to be that's right in 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 FIBA, we have Rudy Gobert, who's going to be with the with the French team, which I also think he has an awesome opportunity because he's going to be the dude. He's going to be the dude on that French team that's going to be uh, trying to push them uh, to getting uh, to a try to upset the U.S. team, um, and and b like he's already a leader on the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. But we forget that Rudy Gobert really burst onto the scene four years ago in 2015. Um, I was actually reading an article today by Zach Lowe where he was talking about um, the Utah Jazz going into the season. And they they were talking about – and he's talked about Rudy Gobert and his performance at the FIBA Worlds in 2015. And he said – it's really hard to say if he's going to be a really good guy. If he just becomes 50% of what Tyson Chandler ever became, the Utah Jazz would have hit gold with the 27th pick in the NBA draft, in the 2014 NBA draft. And he said, but what he's been doing has been absolutely insane. And it's funny reading it then in 2015, and you're like, well, I don't know if he's going to be much of a player, but you know, we, we'll see. You know, it's all small sample size. But all the things he talked about, his recovery time on defense, being able to, to shrink the floor spatially uh, on defense, to being able to challenge shots, to, uh, to blocking shots, to being able to cover for, his, for his, his teammates, all of those things we now see in full glory. And he's become not just 50% of Tyson Chandler, but he's become uh, a lot more as a two-time defensive player of the year now. And that was four years ago. It's yeah, 150%. It's it's insane to read that, but that's where Rudy Gobert burst on the scene um, and had himself a, a, a an amazing year, uh, supplanted Ennis Cantor at center, displaced Derek Favors at center, and um, and soon uh, his performance got Ennis Cantor uh, traded along with Ennis Cantor being like, trade me because Ennis Cantor saw the writing on the wall. So the. This year, it's hard to look at that and be like, well, how can he possibly build on from that? And and A, if he wants to shoot threes, he sure as hell can. Um, this is a great spot, like especially in those ex- exhibition games where they're just getting going. I really want to see him like let it fly. Oh, why not? And to get going. Like, why not? Why not? And especially if you're the French team, you're like, hey, if this works, it works. And that's where Rudy Gobert really came onto the scene. They just played him or just like, let's just see how this guy works out. And he ended up um, just playing awesome to the point where like, wow, we can play Pau Gasol out there. And he got, he got a ton, uh, not Pau Gasol, excuse me. Um, who, who was, who was the other center? Um, uh, he Gasol? shut down the Gasol brothers. Um, he, he shut down the Gasol brothers against Spain. And they're like, let's just let him go. Let's just, this is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh so it's just going to be really exciting to see what he what he does um this year. Uh, I one the big thing I want to see from him in the exhibition games not so much in once it gets serious in FIBA 
but um, I'm really excited to see him. Sh- I want to see him shoot some threes, um, and I really want to see how they feature him as because uh, he's going to get featured as one of their main offensive guys. So what does he do with that? Yeah, um, especially when there's not like NBA games on the line, and it's just it's just a a, a preliminary one against like you know, Spain or Australia or whatever. So that will be, that will be a fun one. Um, the, uh, and any, anything else you're looking from Rudy Gobert? Like, what are, what are you excited about? Uh, I do. Like you said, I'm excited to see Rudy just, it'd be fun to see him make a three. I wrote about uh, Rudy Gobert and shooting threes and how honestly, it's probably not the best idea to do it anyway, because he just, does so much for you in terms of pick and roll and offensive rebounding and things like that. But you know what? There are situations where a defense sags off. If Rudy could just, you know, instead of a dribble handoff with like four seconds left on the clock, just turn around and shoot a three, you know? So that will be fun to watch. Uh, I, I just want to see if Rudy can dominate uh, and maybe get a silver medal for France. That would be cool. Rudy just, I don't care what team he's on or where he's at. Rudy, wins games for whoever he's on and so it'll just be fun honestly it's probably lame answer i'm just excited to watch rudy play because he's to me one of the most fun players to watch just because of his impact on the game so just excited to watch rudy it's fun to watch rudy yeah and then the other one um another young jazz player who can really benefit from international play uh joe ingles very young Um, he will be playing very young, uh, just, just brimming with potential. He's going to be with uh, hooping up for for Australia uh, because somebody has to make the three for that team, and so it's going to be it, that's going to be interesting because he's going to be playing with uh, Ben. Sim- no, Ben Simmons isn't playing with them because he's got bigger things to worry about, like figuring out which hand he shoots with. <laughs> so oh, he. Can I just say something? That's a, that's a, like, I am really, it's actually. He's a righty. He's a righty. Well, I actually was going to. Let's you know just, just get that out well, of the way. I was going to write a, I was going to do a Hoops Nerd podcast uh, talking about a trick I think could actually uh, help Ben Simmons with his jump shot. And I think it is, ha- it does have to do with his right hand. Under, underhand? Well, <laughs> I think, so I was going to do it, but then like we, <laughs> so we have like a shooting every other day uh, in like in the USA right now. And so I didn't do a video about how a rifle shooting trick could possibly fix Ben Simmons jump shot. I'm not going to get in the politics. So I haven't made that video yet. I might do that soon, but I think he shoots with his non-dominant eye. Like one of the things you learn in, in rifle shooting and, and archery and all these things is that you have a dominant eye. And I think you're right. So you think that's why he... I think he shoots with his like non-dominant eye. I think he's right-handed. Uh, like, everything he does is right-handed. And I, I think what he's literally doing is covering his... Do- like, he's using his non-dominant eye to shoot, which automatically puts you off. I don't know. It's a thought. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's, 
It's so weird. It's just like if you see um, – and it was like trending on Twitter where it looks like when he goes up and you pause it before he switches hands, you're like, this is perfect form. This is perfect form. Like his elbow's locked in. His, he's, he's perfectly vertical. And then it, a split second later is in his left hand, but his right hand is in the wrong position. And he is, he's gone from like shooting like Ray Allen to Sean Marion. Because he brings it up weird. He also, like, he, he transfers weird. It's just... It's not even as smooth as, like, um, Lonzo Ball, who does, like, a cross-body thing. But... Yeah, it's it, it's Michael Kidd Gilchrist. One of my favorite comments was people were like, Ben Kidd kill, Gilchrist. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just... Like, and that's what's so sad. Like, that's what's sad about watching Ben Simmons. Like, he is so freaking talented. And his jump shot is so broke. And it looks and, almost unfixable. And, and for people who hate, hate on Donovan Mitchell, like you're, you're like, yeah, well, there's very fixable issues mm-hmm. with, with him. And some of it is just having better players around him. And, and, and the others are just like, you can see the progression. You're like, yeah, I can see how in a year or two, this is going to be a pretty lethal shot. Versus in with Ben Simmons, you're like, I don't know how you get to this to a serviceable jump shot. No, you just have to time. break it down and restart, I, I basically. Don't. And yeah, and if you break it down and restart, uh, the NBA is not the league that is really keen on allowing you to break it down and restart. Mm-hmm. There hasn't, there's not a lot of players that came into the league with a jump shot that broken and they left it shooting. 35 percent from from three like funny enough the just, one it the closest i can think to someone doing that is jeff hornacek maybe came in with like a two-handed yeah. shot looking thing fixes it into to become one of the most efficient shooters ever but uh yeah I, oof, it's bad news it's not good it is yeah it is it is really bad but Joe Ingles, I'm really excited for him. I just hope he's only playing like 15, 20 minutes a night. If he's playing 15 to 20, I'm totally okay with that because that means Joe Ingles is going to come to camp in shape. And uh, and he's going to be all, all – he's just going to be in, in, in game shape already. And that's going to be uh, – because I'm not saying that Joe Ingles doesn't work out. Like if this was, if this was like 1996, you'd be like, Joe Ingles is a peak, peak player – condition like he'd be in the like the 98th per, like to 97th 98th percentile <laughs> versus like you got crit you know like you got p3 like fanatics um now when when it comes to the nba and you got like guys like carl malone there's only one carl malone who you could see like biceps like carl malone now like every every nba star is coming back into uh, coming back to the regular season hitting training camp looking like, you know, they've, they've chiseled themselves with the body of Adonis, mm-hmm. not saying it helps them, not saying it helps them, but that's just kind of the, the that's, that's the change that's gone on. So um, with, with Joe Ingles, I think all, the other thing too, is he started off last year out of rhythm. And this is the most important thing rather than just conditioning. It's actually just rhythm. It looks like he was out of rhythm when he started out the season. He he started slow. He picked picked up, and there was a lot of things going on. We we come to find out things that were going on off the court, but also on the court. It just looked like he was just 
uh, not quite there. And so this is going to allow him to really start to get get in the get in the game shape. Really, he's going to do a little bit more, obviously, with with uh, Australia as you know all these FIBA teams are a bit depleted. And uh, I think it's going to be good for everyone around. I just want to make sure that they're just not playing a rip ton of minutes. And a lot of these, it's usually only like one or two games where they play. Actually, there's usually only one game where they really push their players a, a lot of minutes if they really want the win. And that's usually to get the gold. Yeah. Or to get into the game to get to gold. Otherwise, like you're you're blowing through teams like a cakewalk for the top team. So it's not going to be like too much of a worry. Well, and I one thing about so, Joe Ingles too is, uh, and we had talked about this before the end of the season. I was like, because of that was so rough, and in the playoffs he just looked so like I don't know if it was worn down or if it's just missing his family and or probably a combination of the two. I was like, how like. Is Joe Ingles going to retire? <laughs> like I remember asking you that and being really freaked out. And it's just nice. Uh, yeah, to I see. think everybody was because his his answers just sounded. He just looked sounded so like a guy like he, who was just like I am. I'm worn down. I'm happy. worn down mentally. I'm worn down. And yeah, and so yeah, I'm it, just it, what it's nice to see is that Joe does have a love of basketball still, and so that that's for me the biggest takeaway with Joe is that he likes playing basketball. I was honestly a little surprised, like because. You know, we've heard so much about how hard it is for him with his son and and his situation, and which is you know rightfully so. And so you just wonder, like, because Joe has never been the one. I mean, he got a nice contract, but it's not like a blow your doors off contract, and he never seems like one that is mm-hmm. too worried about making a, uh, you know, as much as he possibly can while he can. It seems like family really is number one for Joe, which is awesome, but also makes you worry, like, man, yeah. if he's just you know, not happy, you know, how long. So anyways, that is why it's just nice to see Joe playing. And it looks like he's having fun with team Australia and it'll be fun to watch Joe play basketball. Yeah. It always is fun to watch Joe play bas- yeah, it's, basketball. Oh yes. And, and, and I'm really excited. Like what I want, I want to see Donovan Mitchell challenge Rudy Gobert at the rim. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see Rudy Gobert like lay the wood on a screen on Donovan Mitchell. And, and and see like what the trash talking is. I want to see Joe Ingles and Donovan Mitchell guard each other. Um, I just because I just want the trash talk. A, I want the trash talk on Twitter before the game, the trash talk during the game, and then the trash talk after the game. I want it. Well, give me it. Give Rudy me gets it. the trash talk and, out of people. Remember uh, when? Uh, remember when Ricky Rubio said no class to Rudy Gobert? <laughs> and I remember some guy on wolves twitter or something was like oh that's a big deal i don't know if they can ever play together uh that's one of those tweets i want to pull up uh but i guess i probably won't but uh (laughs) yeah rudy brings out the trash talk in other people because rudy makes everyone mad and that's why everyone's a hater of rudy because he makes you look bad and uh yeah and plus like donovan mitchell and joe ingles are gonna they play twice in the exhibition Mm. games uh so that's so Donovan's going to want to cross USA up old Joe. Australia plays twice. What happens if, what if oh, Donovan yeah, breaks gonna, his ankles? Like, you know what? All is fair in love and war. Like, I, like, while I would be sad that the Jazz would be down a player, I also would respect the hustle. <laughs> if, if, I would be like, you know what? That's the price you pay 
for trash talking. <laughs> Likewise, if Joe Ingles breaks Donovan Mitchell's ankles, if Joe Ingles ankles, breaks Donovan's ankles, oh my gosh! I, you know what? I don't. I can't have that happen because, and that goes back to what we've talked about before. I don't know why Donovan gets a lot of the hate he does, and it's probably just because he plays for the Utah Jazz, who seem to be one of the most hated franchises outside of Utah. But like, I just can't have it. He gets so much unnecessary hate. And Joe, don't do that. <laughs> don't. Please don't. <laughs> Protect the young one. There's probably going to be like a couple Utah Utah Jazz uh, assistant coaches like in in the crowd, second row. Like Joe Ingles is coming down the court or Donovan Mitchell is coming down the court with either one guarding him. And they're just like staring him down be like, bro, bro. Uh-uh. And they're like holding their contracts and be like, no, no, Joe, no, no. Pass the rock. Pass the rock. Read the contract. So, um, so it's going to be, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And there's going to be even a, 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 you know, a team USA versus Spain matchup where, you know, Ricky Rubio and Donovan Mitchell going to go head to head. That's right. Giddy up y'all. And so now, now we can really see, um, if Ricky Rubio's defense, is really as great oh. as a lot of y'all have said it was, because guess what? Uh, Donovan's gonna put it to the test, y'all, and 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 it's gonna be some friendly competition. That's what's gonna be really nice too, is because they're both really good friends, um, and it it that's gonna be all of this, like all this FIBA competition, like this is it's just gonna be really entertaining. It's good to see basketball. It wets the whistle um in late august early september so it's and it's it's just one of those signs that basketball is just around the corner and that we are we are about a month away from training camp getting going so so and at any point the nba schedule is going to be released and we're going to see who is going to play just kidding everyone's going to play the utah jazz but when we'll find out when and how um, lopsided we'll see how our stacked Utah schedule Jazz's is. schedule is, is. It always is. And, it, and, and But if anything, judge, judging from uh, the games that have leaked out, as far as like national games are concerned, the Jazz don't have an opening night one. They don't have a Christmas <laughs> Day one. So that starts to – but guess who took their spot? Guess who took their spot? The New Orleans Pelicans, like that whole Zion Williamson hype train. So that lets me know uh, – that, uh, that at least hints to me that the Utah Jazz actually might not have a lot of national TV games, which I know that hurts us because we we want to be like, oh well, you know, they just they're disrespecting us and whatnot, and probably Adidas doesn't want to it, see it. Because, you know what it means? You know, they, it they means less star. harpering, and so that makes me uh, sad. the The less harpering, the better for me. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That is totally fair. I validate your concern. Um, I also have that same concern, <laughs> but at the same time. That also means the schedule is not going to be brutal. Part of the reason the schedule was brutal uh, for the Utah Jazz at the beginning of the year is most of their TV games happened before January. And so you had them going rough shot like in Mexico City. They played a Christmas game. They were playing these big games at the beginning of the year against Golden State and whatnot. And they're all national televised. So they had their those nationally televised games usually get they're wonky. They're late nights, and then you have a weird back to back, and and that just made Utah's schedule brutal. And 
But likewise, because they're not playing a lot of those tough teams, because those tough teams are playing others, at the at the end of the at the end of the season, um, you are not having to uh, like it, they're they're not going to have those big TV games. So it's going to be uh, so it actually might be more balanced this way. Uh, so because the top teams that have all the national televised games, like Los Angeles and Boston, they play absolute brutal schedules just nightmare schedules and not just one part of the season but throughout the whole season and not just about against good teams but similarly around bad teams so i i I think that might be that might be a thing let's close on this have you seen gordon hayward's signature shoe (laughs) gordon hayward's no (laughs) have you not seen gordon hayward's signature shoe whatever it is Yes. Okay. I need you right now. I want you to look at his signature shoe. Oh no. Like just, just search it up. I just, I just, I just want you. Um, it's the Gordon. To check him out. Is it this white and green thing? Yeah, the ones that would get. Yeah, yeah, the 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 ones that might get held up in customs. Those ones. <laughs> uh it's it's a shoe. I mean, I guess at first glance, it's not terrible. It's not. It looks, it, it literally looks like he's like, yeah, can I have, uh, can you make them like the Kobe's, but a little bit different? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a very, like, kind of standard basketball shoe, I guess. It looks a little, okay, so this is the one, the white with the green laces, right? Yeah. Uh, It looks a little like he wanted... Like there's, a Kyrie thing with like yeah. a Yeezy feel to it. There's uh, stripes. There's odd stripes on them. There's like little. There's like little divots on the side of the sole. I mean, okay, so on a on on a scale of Anta. Yeah, on a scale of one to ten, um, ten being I'd wear them, one being I'm not. On a scale of one to ten, would you wear these? Um, for a gender reveal, <laughs> I would say if I was wearing these, I would just be saying a lot of like, "Daddy's not very happy right now." <laughs> but you know what? Next, I bet when Gordon up, saw these, up. do you think do you think they'll sell out? Do you think one of these will sell out like completely? <laughs> uh, after last season's performance, I don't think so. These look like. You know what these look like? These look like a raw special. Is what these look like to me. (laughs) Funny enough, I love how the like they're like when they were released. One of the comments was like, "Oh, these are fire!" Do you know when these will be stocked in my local Ross? And I was like, (laughs) "Oh, damn!" (laughs) Nice. Burn. Uh, Yeah. Good. uh, That is. It is. uh, It is good. It is good. Anta or Ulta or whatever it is, Anta is, is Anta? Uh, Ulta. They're like a it's a cosmetic brand. Anta, oh, yeah, Ulta. Ulta is a cosmetic brand. That is that is <laughs> absolutely absolutely fair. But I mean, Gordon Hayward's game could use some cover up. There Boom! you go. Could, could use a little bit of oh! of uh, of ah! uh, yes, exactly. I'm feeling it. Burn. Yes. Want me another softball? 
I'm uh, <laughs> not going to buy a pair of these. I don't think a lot of America is unless you want to score like eight points per game on an overly expensive contract. But, you know, that's just Yeah, me. it's yeah, I, I don't know. It is. I don't think I have the right pair of khakis to pair with them. So <laughs> <laughs> I just like it just it just looks like uh, like it, this is going to there's going to be some old men looking at these and some air monarchs and being like, hmm, oh, man, this is a tough one. Did these come in all white? You got these in all white? Uh, yeah, this is these are definitely like this is going to hit all air monarch special. <laughs> Woo! Oh, the jokes I'm holding back. Oh, I know, the- I know, me too, me too, me too. Um, so, so anyway, so, and, and basically, let's just sum it up like this. Uh, buy Spider-Man shoes. Yeah, um, because... A, the new uh, USA version just released as well, which looks yes, very nice. buy the Team USA version. Buy, mm-hmm. buy the Team USA, which, uh, oh, there are, I, every day I'm like, okay, I'm definitely not going to get another pair. And then he drops another one, and I'm like, oh, uh, there's an- now I'm going to have to find another excuse. <laughs> the hardest yeah, one. Like, I have so many apologies to my wife. Well, the hardest one is obviously so going to be that purple and white one that releases soon. Uh, that that is one going is to going to be awesome. out within milliseconds. Yeah, that thing is going to be on the resale market in Utah very quickly. Uh, yeah, that's going to hit what what the the KSL marketplace. What is it called? Uh well, you'll you'll see it on StockX, but like yeah, the KSL classifieds or yeah, StockX. Yeah, the KSL classifieds. <laughs> like but, but you're going to have to like you're going to have to purchase like somebody's used engine along with it. <laughs> They're going to be like like 1984 used Honda engine cherry just cherry picked. And Donovan Mitchell Mountain Shoes 350. <laughs> exactly. <Ugh. laughs> Donovan is so much better than Gordon Hayward. That's what makes me happy all the time. Guys, uh, uh, this, this is fantastic. It's it's amazing. Um, I'm excited to see, Don- uh, you know, we get to see basketball soon. Everyone wins when we get to see basketball. Uh, Milo, I don't have much else to say. It's been uh, fun to see these uh, USA basketball practices, and we're probably going to cover all the games, the USA basketball games, after they happen. It's going to be a blast. I, what I really like, and this is really quick, I'm really excited because we're going to actually get to look at jazz players' performance on the court and be like, this actually possibly could translate mm-hmm. into the NBA season. Instead of like looking at Donovan Mitchell, like I love Donovan Mitchell crossing up a, a fool. I love it. I love, I could I push that highlight into my brain, but I also know said player is a scrub. Yeah. Well, it's going to be so, fun either so way. So that doesn't that, like, like I love it, but it doesn't impress me. Mm-hmm. Feed it into my veins, but it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't give me sustenance. But it's still so, fun. Like a game it, genie. It's still fun. It's yeah, it's fun. It's like, it's, it's, it, it it's like a drug <laughs> like it feels really good in the moment but it didn't provide me anything of value well we'll leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> yes that analogy works <laughs> that analogy definitely <laughs> works 
It works very well. Uh, I liked it. Works very well. We'll, we'll leave it at, at that. We'll leave it at that. Well, uh, good old SLP, SLC punks, folks. Uh, as always, uh, follow SLC Dunk on Twitter, um, Facebook, and on the good old The Gram. Um, the season's going to start kicking up here soon, so you're going to see SLC Dunk pull out of its slumber here soon. Um, and it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm getting really stoked for this season. It's just I can't write about Boyan Bogdanovich's three-point percentage every week, 40 times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point, we do have to actually write about things instead of regurgitate the same info at you. So we're trying to be good about that. Um, and we're trying to be good about giving our guys a much-needed break be- before what is probably going to be a, a good season and a very long stay in the postseason. So, mm. um, as always, um, subscribe to us. You can subscribe to us where good old podcasts can be found, whether it's the Spotify, the iTunes, or the good old Stitcher. And do you have anything else there, James, to say? Nope. I'll just talk to you later. Don't buy Gordon Hayward shoe. Peace out, y'all.